Welcome to Goodfellow Podcasts. This episode is kindly funded by Pharmac, and I'm Bruce Arrell, a GP and director of the Goodfellow Unit. And today I'm talking with Diane Phone, a pharmacist from Middlemore Hospital, and also Angela Moa Anu, who's a primary care nurse, about the Own My Gout program. Welcome to the podcast. The Own My Gout project is a project where patients who have had previous attempts at getting established on allopurinol are referred by the practice nurse, this is usually done by telephone, to the pharmacy with a prescription for the pharmacist to up titrate using point-of-care uric acid testing. This means that the patient does not have to see the doctor or nurse, nor have to go to the laboratory. So question for you, Diane, what gap were you hoping to fill by doing this project? Okay, so from all the various focus groups and all from the published literature we have up till now, we know that managing gout is difficult because of a variety of reasons. For example, if you take patients, particularly Marian Pacific patients, cost taking time off work to see a GP or to go to a lab, um, transportation are some of the issues they face. Uh, with um, health professionals, it could be time, it could be workload pressure. So the Owning My Gout was an attempt by us to try and address these factors. For example, um, the patients go into the pharmacy to get a, a finger prick test to measure their serum urate levels, which means it's making um, blood testing more accessible for the patients. Uh, it's also a walk-in service, so the patients don't have to make an appointment prior. So it's increasing that accessibility of care for the patients. Um, up titrating allopurinol doses and finger prick test is one part of the service. The other big part of the service is the pharmacist sitting with the patients and providing them with education and self-management support so that patients know what gut is, they have better understanding of their medicines and can manage their gut themselves. So it's getting the making the right thing the easy thing to do yes. in this situation. Getting getting your gout treated becomes the easy thing to do. So Angela, how did you go about finding patients in your clinic? So we performed an audit of all patients throughout the time frame of Greenstone who've had a classification of gout or have been prescribed allopurinol in the past. Um, we used a traffic light system of uh, green being patients who are stable with their gout, so asymptomatic, um, uh, uric acid below 0.36 and are collecting regular scripts. The orange group were those who have had scripts recently but maybe have missed a script or are not stable on their dose of allopurinol. And then the red are those who are more hard to reach, have not collected scripts in years um, and have not had recent blood tests to check the uric acid either. Um, and then from that we found that we had probably a group of about 400 patients and most of them were pretty stable and then we got a group of about 50 to 60 within the orange and red so we targeted those people into trying to enrol them into the program to become more connected and engage them with their gout treatment. And about 69% of patients were on regular allopurinol. So yeah, 69% yeah. were stable and in the green light of the traffic light system. So Angela, what's involved 
uh, in the program now? What do you do with new patients? So it's quite cool. Um, we work quite independently with patients as a nurse leading the GALT project. Um, I do a lot of kind of education. Um, so doctors would come to me if they've got someone with acute gout to come and explain the importance of starting kind of a preventive medicine and then trying to enrol them into the gout project. So telling them um, what the project's about and what it can do for them and their gout. Um, I always use the line as a one-stop shop for gout because it means that they can bypass the doctor and bypass the lab the lab test so they go straight to the pharmacy and they receive also education from the pharmacist as well as their medicine plus the blood test from there. And we've used the nickname the Dr Bypass study. Yeah we, we have. So Diane what's been the uptake by pharmacies and what proportion of patients are now uh, controlled on their allopurinol? Okay so we have been running this project for the past two years. We currently have seven pharmacies and six GP practices in the county's Manukau region. Uh, we have uh, uh, about 110 patients enrolled in the service. Out of the 110, there are 59% of our patients are well controlled and below the 0.36 target. Uh, we think 59% is a good number because these are hard to engage patients, particularly the Maori and Pacific one. And the, these were people who weren't doing well yes. prior to coming into the project? Yeah, they? they were either um, hard to engage or were not taking medicines at all or not taking allopurinol, so yeah. So what are the pharmacists like about the program? The pharmacists think it's a really good opportunity to make better use of their clinical um, education and their unique skill sets, so giving them the opportunity to connect more with the patients. And Angela, for you, what, what did you get out of being part of the program? I started the project kind of in my first year of working at Greenstone and I think it was one of the main stepping stones in terms of becoming more independent as a nurse and doing health promotion and health education. I think it opened my eyes as well to the kind of population that we have in Counties Manukau um, in terms of what people are lacking um, in terms of accessibility, transport and costs, those are all barriers to their health. Um, and you don't really think about that prior to coming into a clinic like Greenstone that those would be an issue, but they are big issues for especially Māori and Pacific and they're the most afflicted by gout. That's right, and one of the issues was we were concerned about men not being able to get time off work. Did that turn out to be a, a, a major problem in the end? I think those who did have trouble but were really keen to take a hold on their um, gout. They were the selling point of only having one place to go and not having to book appointments and not having to come and see the doctor or go to the lab to get your blood test done. They were really happy to just go to one place for all their care for their gout, especially those getting kind of recurrent gout. Um, prior and not having time off to come and see the doctor or not being able to find an appointment available for them. Well, it was quite a fiddle getting established on allopurinol. Mm -hmm. Once you're stable, then it's just really often just a single pill a day, isn't it? It's a 300 milligram. I do find that the education that the pharmacists have done have really motivated the um, 
the group of guys that we do have on the program they come to me or I'll call them and they'll say hey look I'm almost at 0.36 I haven't had any gout flares like this is really cool um, and they'll tell me the exact uric acid every time I call so it's been pretty cool to see um, them become more educated and more aware of what gout is and the effects it can have on them. Um, but once you get them stable on usually on 300 milligrams a day uh, they, it, life can be wondrous for people without having their, without having their gout attacks and missing work and missing social lives, and being grumpy with the family. So, so any any final comments from either of you about the project? Where where to from here, Diane? So. Um we are at the moment putting together a business case to help um, take this um, expand this project within counties Monica and hopefully nationally. Uh, we have had um, interest from other DHBs including um, Canterbury, Waikato, Northlands and um, they see potential in the project and they see what we're trying to achieve and they uh, would like to enroll, I mean, implement something similar within their DHBs. Um, yeah, so I think the main aim of this project is basically making care more accessible for the hard to engage patients. So, yeah. And is there any final comments? I think as a nurse, the GALP project's something awesome to take on because it makes you more aware of kind of barriers to patients um, and it helps you break down the barriers for the patients and also if being becoming more independent and more autonomous in your nursing as well. Um, you get to build on your own clinical knowledge um, as well as, and I think it's really cool to see people become more educated and take hold of their own health instead of us being more pushy towards them. So it's cool to see someone's journey from not being on any medicine to being more stable and more excited about not having to take time off work and not having this kind of intense pain that they have when they do have a gout And they, and they can eat seafood when they want, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, which is a big issue for a lot of particularly Pacific patients and some Maori patients. Well, I'd just like to thank you two for coming along and talking. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Bruce. If you're in New Zealand and would like to claim CPD points for listening to this podcast, fill in the reflection of learning form found at goodfellowunit.org. Thank you for listening.